Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bad Tabletop Gaming Podcast. I'm Bill. Arden. Dan. And Andy here. We're going to be going over some pretty new stuff in the Mornavell Events book. So a big shout out to the Mornavell Podcast before we get started. Uh, we mm-hmm. ended up, uh, we were lucky enough to pick up one of the books and... We're going to just go through a little bit of it today for you guys. Uh, also, we wanted to do a big uh, shout out and thank you to the sponsors for the channel, Hammerhead Games. Uh, Tony has been really good in helping us out and providing us a lot of support. And also, Pop Goes the Monkey. Uh, Matt has been uh, really, really cool and hooked me up with a bunch of executioner bits uh, for a Betab War style Primaris Army, so I look forward to that stuff coming in and showing you guys on the Facebook, Instagram, everything like that, so should be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm super excited about this Mournival book. I, it, it's got everything I think I want from units and rights and stuff like that, so yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. A bit refreshing, right? Some different stuff and whatnot in it. Yeah. Considering, yeah, Forge World takes a long time to actually bring out new stuff or update things. So it's good that there's a a group of guys out there that collectively got together and are trying to make things more fun. Yeah. Especially for for Centurion. So, because that's the big focus of the book is, is the Centurion. Yeah, there's massive section that's what we're going to be looking at today basically is going through a bunch yeah. of the centurion stuff and they have pretty much a bunch of different uh tiers anywhere from five to two thousand points with mm-hmm. uh different uh restricted and unavailable units and then ways to kind of curb you know maybe some of the more heavy-handed units right like uh for instance uh, a telemon dreadnought's only zero to one which is nice because you know to tell them on and 2,500 points usually can uh, reap quite a toll. So, <laughs> and uh, at what point cost are you able to get a Telemon at this point? You'd be able to bring, you'd be able to bring one, I believe for every, well, for the Mornival one, for every 500 points, you can take one uh, restricted unit, but like the Telemon's only zero yep. to one. So, Probably no, nothing until at least a thousand, I'd say. Yeah, I mean the tough, tough pacing one is always good. Yeah. Even that, but I mean it's a yeah, it's a model. nice rules. It looks like it's uh. Click that on the full screen there. It's kind so of it looks like, like a... it's about two thousand points. Then you can use a Telmon. Zero to one, so the unit. So oh yeah, full two K. I see. Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's a few nasty, nasty little units in there for sure. Well, Centurion's based around foot troops, right? So yeah, it's it, it's about Marines, and then uh, it doesn't have any penalties on uh, dreadnoughts other than like Leviathans or the Telemons, but it's it's basically just trying to get rid of those big heavy tanks and knights and stuff just to get more more feet on the ground 
Yeah. Because well, that's basically what the heresy is, is having 10,000 Marines fight 10,000 other Marines, right? So, yeah. so I know that um, at the beginning, when you read some other reports and get a little bit smaller, you got some improvement quite a bit. Um, tell me, guys, and I'm sure the viewers will ask the same question, but more of all, Centurion, how is that different from what they would have seen on our channel? What they basically ended up doing in this um, particular like version is um, the rights of war that you have available to you is huge, and every right of war kind of fits a certain role. So you'd still see, you know, the Centurion style list. I think that we would have had on the channel, but um, there would be more, more of a flavor build around it, right? Like there's a couple rights in here that I really, really like. And one we were just talking about before was the uh, the Legion Tactical Company, and it's one of it's definitely one of my favorites in this right uh, section, just because every Legion Astartes unit with bolt guns can fire Fury of the Legion, and they're able to use it every turn, which is super super good. Um, also, being Iron Warriors, right? Iron Havoc squads can take suspender webs for five points per model. So now you have like some of the best, you know, devastators in the game. Also, toting their mm -hmm. guns around, moving and shooting. So <laughs> at half range. Right? At half range, yeah, no, for sure. Well, I guess we should start at the front, right? So yeah, jumped ahead I mean, a little bit. Right. <laughs> a little bit. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's lots of rights in war out there too, so. Yeah. Possible in each individual one is maybe a little much, but um, I mean, uh, let's tell everybody this is available um, on their website. Okay? You can find it in the PDF. Is my understanding correct? Yeah, we'll have uh, yeah, so. a link ready, like in the description as well. You guys are able to check mm -hmm. out the link um, yeah. to their PDF, like right off their page. So definitely check it out. It's uh, It'll add yeah, they a layer a, of flavor to your games. They have a Facebook page and they have a podcast, and so. I mean, the book itself is pretty popular. It sold out pretty quick, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, we all tried to buy one, and it, it instantly got sold out. Bill was like the last guy of the first series of marks, right? So. Yeah, that first initial run. Was yeah. It's right at the end, so I I gotta <laughs> thank. Uh, Big shout out to uh, Mark Meekin who sent me that uh, messenger <laughs> post. Who was like, "Hey, did you get your Mornavel book?" And I was like, "What?" Like, <laughs> so thank you, Mark, for helping me out with that. Because yeah, I would have missed out otherwise. Definitely. But the PDF is available for everybody. Right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nice to have a book in your fingers, and then you can actually read it, smell it, you know, look at it. And... Yeah. It especially, makes it feel real, right? Especially the so, way uh, that they made it, right? Like, it looks just like one of the red books. Um, the layout is just proper. It's it's quite well done. So yeah, the, the PDF question, you're looking at is, is from the book itself, too, right? right? So, it's just... The one big question I have is, does the book that you got smell exactly the same as the one that you would get from Portugal? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> 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 I believe I no, can smell the heresy. I got the, 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 the rule book here. 
Yeah, it smells like heresy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so I guess we'll get started with rights. Right, so so the big, the most important thing here is is they they set it up so you don't need a master of the legion to actually run a centurion, which I think is big. Yeah, it is. Well, no, not every guy's running uh, a praetor anymore now. Yeah. Can you even? I guess uh, well, you needed in order to get a right, you needed a a praetor who is a master of a legion, or someone like a herald or uh, a diabolist, or no, um. A delegatus, sorry. Delegatus, yeah. Those are so, the only three guys other than Primarchs that have... So if you're um, running the Morgan Isle Centurion, you're only allowed a Praetor in at least 2,000 points. Yeah. And these rights of war are the, like, the ones that you're able to get um, if you want to run Centurion and run a right of war. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, it's pretty much the boots on the ground, right? The smaller characters mm -hmm. um, fighting it out. Yeah. So they've well, allowed... Centaurian level character right to really take some rights now and obviously we there's some cool little new ones that we got here for Centaurian um, so I guess uh, start with this first one here the uh, Legion Legion Recon Company and um, I guess I could read out the effects of them but what's the main important part about this? Yeah, like they can rule the peoples first. Um, all models yeah. infiltrate. Uh, sorry, all models that scout infiltrate gain shroud. Infiltrate gain Yeah. Yeah, for the first turn, so that's helps them hide. I think that last with, point's one of the one of the better ones, right? Like the recon squad equipped with the nuncio vox the enemy suffers minus one to their first reserve roll each turn this is what i like to a minimum of needing uh six plus so this this ride is almost the same as the one in the book but they altered it a little bit and it i it's the nuncio vox that changed it and you know it, it makes it awesome for armies that rely on um deep striking and these guys screwing them up so and anyone who's played against uh, Andy's Ultramarines know how hard it is to roll reserves with with his combo. So <laughs> this can be anyone can have it now, and it's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it makes it pretty uh, pretty neat to have that. Mm -hmm. People get to play around with that now too, right? Um, the limitations, though, is uh, pretty much using uh, Legion. Recon squads, or Amatera intercession cabals, or Falcon claws—they got to be taken as uh, compulsory troops. Uh, no, yeah. those. So the the first one is from Thousand Sons, and the Falcons are from uh, White Scars. And. I like I like that they put the limitations in so that if you're playing a certain legion, you have to play with your certain specific uh, units. They kind of have them all through their their rights, and so nice. Uh, you can't. Pardon me. Uh, you'll see later down why. Have their own. 
Sort of, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, pretty much no Terminator armor. Models with any Terminator armor can't be included in this. Um, vehicles excluding skimmers and monstrous creatures must begin the game in reserve. And the detachment must include a vigilator. So, a little different. Yeah. yeah, and you can take a vigilator now as a a single HQ character to take this right so that it becomes more fluffy and he can scout up with his troops, right? So has a I don't know, has a very maybe it's me, but uh Raven Guard kind of feel to I, it maybe. I agree. Or Alpha Legion. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I uh, guess we'll check out the next one here then. Headquarters. So, uh, Legion Headquarters Company. Uh, effects, uh, Legion's banners area of effect is increased to 12 inches. The Herald's banners area of effect is increased to 15 inches. Any infantry unit, including Terminators, can be equipped with Nuncio Vox for 10 points. Uh, any unit equipped with the Nazi Vox can benefit from the Cognos Signal carried by the Master of Signals. It's still only one per unit. Uh, if the Centaurian Delgatus is equipped with Terminator Armor, the Herald and the Master of Signals may be equipped with Terminator Armor for 35 points each. <laughs> um, which may be further upgraded as per Centurion entry. And the Herald is not equipped with a Combi Bolter as he is equipped with a Banner instead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make a Master Signal in Terminator Armor. <laughs> <laughs> At least he'll be able to survive against the fight now, even though he's taken out like Armin's Alpha Legion Sergeant Terminator a few times. <laughs> um. <laughs> so... The big, the big buff with this uh, right is is uh, its big area effect of bonuses, right? So you know the legion being able to give the twelve inch fearless bubble, and then your herald, depending on what faction you're playing, uh, could potentially buff a huge amount of squads, giving them plus one weapon skill or fear or reroll charges. So that's that's huge, in my opinion. And then the Vox thing, where uh, the Master Signal doesn't even need to be next to the character to these models that have the Nuncio Vox, I think is is great as well. Yeah, it gives them real kind of like a big commander all over the board, right? Yeah, kind of like uh, kind of feels like an Imperial Guard kind of thing going. Almost, yeah. <laughs> the Vox, like the old yeah, rule, to, yeah. To be able to give them that Cognus Signum bonus yeah that's yeah across the table so. especially where you kind of might like need it right yeah in a clutch situation right so oh, that's pretty cool uh limitations warlord uh must be a centurion or delgatus uh leading a eunuch compromised of a herald command squad and a master of signal so like your hq is literally like clumped together yeah, yeah. Kind of makes sense if you're getting those bonuses, they're forcing you to take. Oh, for sure. 
Uh, independent characters in this unit cannot be detached to other units unless they're the last model in the unit. So that's that's fairly different, but makes sense, especially for, I mean, it is a <laughs> Legion headquarter company, so mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty neat. I guess you could make you could really, really kind of customize your models to to look that part. You know what I mean? Uh, if an if the independent characters are equipped with a power with power or artificial armor, a Caesarian or Templar Brethren squad may be selected as the command squad. Ultramarines and uh, Imperial fists. And then, if the independent characters are equipped with Terminator armor, a Phoenix Gorgon Death Shroud Justarian or Fire Drake squad may be selected as a command squad. And the right cannot be used. I noticed they don't have Tyrant Siege Terminators in there. <laughs> Just saying, you know. <laughs> What's up with that, guys? <laughs> That's a command squad for you. Story yeah. with them as a command squad? Yeah. That'd be so good. <laughs> command <laughs> Artillery Squad. Yeah. We're really moving tanks, and they're part of a command squad. Perfect. Uh. And then the last limitation to it is the right cannot be used with the Shattered Legion army. Which makes sense, right? Because Shattered Legion doesn't really have a structure going, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like it because it's it gives you... It's very good abilities, but it also has got very strict uh, limitations. Yeah. So, a command structure, pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if you... If you were to, like, play in a doubles thing and you had one guy that was playing this... And the other guy was playing some kind of like recon thing. You could like do a lot of tricky things or combos and stuff like that. It also goes a lot to storytelling. Right? Yeah. Like, you build an army, I guess, that you can do it a story with it. And it makes a lot of sense. Right? I might actually like look at this one, use it with my Ultramarines. Well, yeah, like Ventanis, right? So. Yeah. Even just modeling new yeah. characters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, this is the one I believe you're oh, talking about yeah. before, Bill? Yeah, this is the one I jumped ahead Legion. to. It's Legion Tactical it's Company. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, just having just a horde of tactical marines that can fear the Legion every turn to me is just awesome. Um, Obviously, for your space wolves or for your oh, for my iron, iron warriors, warriors. <laughs> for my iron warriors, space wolves. I don't, I don't know any guy who runs space wolf tactical squads. So especially with gray slayers being an option. Well, but, you gotta, uh, you have to buy the bolters, don't you? Yeah. For the gray slayers. Yeah. So, so. we don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this legion tactical company is pretty sweet. Uh, I do like how they included Iron Havoc squads and your heavy support squads uh, being able to uh, have suspender webs. Also, Legion heavy support squads gain implacable advance, which is pretty sweet considering um, pretty much majority of your detachment is going to be scoring, which is pretty sweet. Well, but Legion heavy support squads automatically cut with suspender webs. Oh yeah, they're they're equipped with it right off the hop. Sorry, yeah, my bad. That'd be really good. Yeah. 
so yeah, so as Bill was saying, like all the Legion of Sturdy models and attachment equipped with bolt guns can use Fury of the Legion. Um, how many heavy squads? Um, how many heavy choices are you allowed to have? What is it? Three? In, in heavy support, you're allowed three. three. Yeah, that's right. Elites is four. That's right. In but this is... Yeah. Centurion. Centurion. Well, it still follows it's... the normal force org. Yeah, and there's there's no restriction on infantry units. Like, all types of infantry are zero plus, so... Okay. Okay. You could definitely run a bunch, right? Like, limitations aren't really bad at all. Uh, you have to take a Legion tactical squad as a comp troop, which most people do anyways. Um, and then at least one Legion tactical support squad must be taken in the detachment, so... Still just adding, you know, more boots on the ground for sure. Uh, they have a little bump here for Salamanders, Pyroclasts, being able to be taken as Legion Tactical Support Squads, which is nice. That's pretty neat. Definitely. And then uh, the detachment must include an independent character of the infantry type. So really not too, too bad at all, like, in terms of limitations. And for what you get, like... Continuous Fury of the Legion in a majority of your army. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And you finished that sentence. That that little last bit of it is important for the next like section. The uh, the detachment must include an independent character. No, no, no. At the beginning, you're about oh. to read that. Oh, the uh, okay. So yeah, so models in detachment equipped with the bolt guns can use Fury of the Legion, but no. Yeah. That special ammunition or combi weapons cannot be used with Fury of the Legion. Which is, so, which is pretty... I, You know, so you can't, like, if you're taking Seeker squads or vets with those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, later on we'll get to, like, special ammunition, but, yeah. It, it, just it just makes straight up bolt guns. Yeah, so you're not spamming the craziness. Well, it makes sense, because... Mm -hmm. The only tactical squads normally get here. That's pretty good. I, I can see this one be pretty fun. Um, just kind of advancing and staying put and kind of leapfrogging with each other and just bolt guns going like crazy, right? So, pretty neat. Uh, next, I think Imperial Fist will be a huge. Imperial Fist would be a big one with. Iron Warrior, oh, I think would sure. be a big. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, this next one, um, the Legion Seeker Cadre. Um, so we have Legion Seeker squads or more Dathan or Headhunter squads gain Scout. Um, the Cadre gains two victory points if the enemy Warlord is removed from play by the end of the game. So uh, that's really the only benefit. They gain scout and gain victory points. So you're literally just headhunting. Yeah. The headhunter um, squads... Uh, they don't have scout already? Alpha Legion? No, the headhunters. Yeah, yeah, but they're Alpha Legion unit, are they not? Yeah. I don't know if they do. They, they have infiltrated. You want to check on that? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, they have infiltrate, but so do Raven Guards. So you just get scout now. Hmm. So you could 
move and then move again. It's just still nice, right? Like Yeah. Get you closer to the target you're trying to take out. Uh, models, limitations. Um, models in Terminator armor, monsters, creatures, artillery, and vehicles, excluding skimmers, must be held in reserve. And then Legion Seeker squads, or Mordathan, or Headhunter squads, must be taken as compulsory troops. Yeah. So this so, is the one where they become troops. Which isn't terrible, really. So literally no, the whole army, technically, depending on how you build the army, I mean, a lot of your squads, troops, will be going up the, up the board pretty quick, right mm -hmm. off the bat. And, if, and with the restrictions and whatnot, like, you know, you're going to be fighting mainly a lot of other Marines. So it'd be interesting to see this one on the board. Yeah. I mean, as long Probably as you're not. in terms of Terminators, right, um, a lot of these could be quite devastating. Like Headhunters, for example, with they check ammunition, like, they can really hold on some of these, right? Uh, they did a lot against in that game with you and Ted, right? So They did a lot in post-combat. Yeah, little, little power <laughs> daggers. Yeah. They have friending, man. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> None of you like like you just didn't see his face. Like, the look on his face was just like. Well, they're minus one strength. You don't think they're gonna do anything, but as no, soon as you start no. rolling all these sixes, and the best part too is like half those sixes were rolled on the like preferred enemy. Oh yeah. So I would roll ones and get to re-roll them, and then a bunch of sixes. Oh, you were so devastated. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying it would happen again, but I think, like personally, headhunters I don't think are the most economical unit in a competitive game. But for such fluffy fun games, they're amazing. Well, I think they'd be good in like Centurion and, and like the Zona Mortalis game that you had, yeah. right? So. And, and you know what? Too, they really fit what Alpha Legion embodies. Yeah. Right, like really, really nice. Like they can still do it in close combat. Like how they are still AP three, right? So against normal marines, they're killing on a five or a six, which is great. Um, they can still do a little bit against terminators. They're hitting on twos with precision shots. Like they just like have a lot of little things that make them fit in that art quite well. So I really like them. I mean, I've never really used them competitively, as you guys know, but. For, for fun games, I brought them out that one time, and I was, yep, look, now they're in almost every single fun army I build now, and they're going to be in it. So most likely, 90% of the games from now on will have headhunters in it, so. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next one. This one's probably uh, one of Dan's favorites, for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh, Legion Destroyer Company. Um, any character can be equipped with rad grenades for 10 points per model. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> rad grenades on anybody's awesome. Just minusing toughnesses just increases your odds of killing them. Out of out of all the games that you know we've played, how mm -hmm. often have you seen them? Well, I I take them every time when I was taking a um what are they called? Tech Marines? Uh, whatever Forge, Forge Lords Lord, or yeah. yeah, Forge Lords, so I don't know. I, I like them. They're they're just hard to get unless you're playing like Death Guard. Yeah, they're just hard to get. Guard that's people. why. 
What's nice is, yeah, any character can also be equipped with a Voxx Bomb for 10 points. Uh-huh. Any Dreadnought can be equipped with a Fox's Discharger. This is what I like. Points, which is insane, <laughs> right? Like, dreadnoughts, dreadnoughts become hardcore. Okay. So, uh, Bill has used this on me quite a bit, and it is devastating. <laughs> with the, the Leviathans? Yeah. the the, the uh, Mar- Obviously, Marines just do not last when this hits. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been hit by it too many times. But now, any Dreadnought can be equipped. <laughs> oh, dear. To make it even crazier is, uh, it's basically, you got to pick, like, and I would go Phosphorus Discharger every time because it does replace your your Hunter-Killer Missile or your Havoc Launcher, stuff like that. So, but to have a Death Machine running around, is definitely nice. The Legion Heavy Support Squads and Veteran uh, with Missile Launchers can have Rad Missiles in addition for plus 5 points, which isn't bad either. It's something that's normally just straight up locked to Destroyers, so that's nice to open it up a bit. Well, it, it's, it, it's not, it doesn't really have a high AP, but it's got Fleshbane and the, uh, the Rad, so that it, it causes... Minus one toughness if you get hurt by it, but yeah. it's the flesh pain and, and it's a small blast. And uh, you know, I've I've got goals to make a Legion Destroyer company. I've been kind of tinkering with it, and my plan is to also have a heavy support squad with the missiles, the rad missiles. And there's a unit we'll get to later, which get which can give any unit they join um, suspensor webs. So I was just like, man, it's going to be crazy if you just have rad missiles running around and yeah. small blasts. And... So, nice I don't know. Thing, nice thing is, too, is uh, Legion of Sawyer squads, Angel's Tears, or Ashen Circle squads may be taken as troops, which is pretty That's sweet. That's interesting. Ashen Circle squads. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're the word bearer equivalent, but they're super good. Now after their FAQ. Yeah, they're not quite like destroyers, but they're their destroyers equivalents, right? Like they're flamers and they really shoot. But yeah. that AP3 axe and Yeah. Hemorath and that. Weapon skill five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're, they're definitely there to mulch marine. Like I would not want to see that squad charging for you know, And especially if you have a character with all oh, that, uh, you can't. I don't know if you can't, can take characters with them. Can't join a character with them, no. Uh, I was gonna say with the rad grenades, but you don't need it. You got plus one strength anyways yeah. on the app. So. You strength five and just do what you do. They're also they also get the flame pistols, right? I'm pretty sure. So I think they're plus one attack as well. They're on the charge. They still have three. There's definitely a bug in my. <laughs> it's getting warm like, up here in Canada. I was like, so. I was like seeing something like fly behind me. <laughs> and, and the angels' tears are—I—I I haven't played with them yet, but you know, having being able to have nine rad grenade launchers is is crazy, or assault cannons crazy. or whatever, right? So it it fits perfectly in the in this right. Yeah, and the limitations aren't bad either for what they have. Like, you must include a siege breaker, which makes sense because you're getting all that phosphix. Yeah. And, or uh, more more attack, 
which is still nice. And it may be the Warlord, which ignores the normal restrictions. So that's pretty sweet. And then, yeah, comp troops must be Legion Destroyer squads, Angels Tears, or Ashen Circle, like mentioned before. Which isn't too, too what, bad. I really wasn't. I really think you get so much benefits from this, and, and there's so little limitations. Yeah. And I think we don't see enough destroyers anyways on the table. So it's I think it's a good right all around. Oh, for sure. Oh, I'm sure you'll have some fun with this one, Dan. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Those phosphics, man. I got like three dreadnoughts planned out. Yeah, have one. Rolls, yeah. <laughs> so the nice thing with the Centurion Rite of War is like, because um, we're kind of getting to the end of the segment for this part, they do have a Legion Assault Company. They've got a Legion Breacher and a Legion Veteran. The ones I really want to kind of get into are these. Um, these are Legion-specific rites. So there's a Space Wolves one, a White Scars one, and a Dark Angels one. That I want to be poking at here. Um, the Space Wolves Black Call. This right is definitely a little bit different. Um, it modifies your Grace Layers and really, I guess, encompasses that whole uh, that whole Death Cult. The whole like having the Speaker of the Dead and your your Grace Slayers running in with the Death Sworn pack. So all the Grace Slayers have Warrior's Metal replaced by Dreams of the Death Wolf. Special what rule. is that? It pretty what much allows that? you to gain Furious Charge after they have destroyed any infantry, all types, or a monstrous creature um, in an assault phase. But so at least is that better than being able to run and charge? I don't I don't honestly know. I for Centurion, I don't think it would be. I think running and charging is probably better, just so you can outpace the opponent. But mm -hmm. who knows, right? Like, I do see uh, one thing that's kind of neat is the controlling player may automatically extend the game by one turn to a maximum of seven turns. This is declared immediately before making any roll for random game links. So it's you can kind of drag out that mission and really kind of work for like the long game try and get that attrition working in your favor and whatnot mm -hmm. um the one part that really hurts with this so this is kind of like this right feels like you're meant to pretty much butcher and kill your opponent versus scoring uh gray slayers lose the ability to hold objectives yet they may still contest so you're not really scoring with them anymore gray slayers must be taken as your comp troops and then the detachment must include at least one Death Swarm pack and at least one Speaker of the Dead. So you're going to have this massive squad of just hate running up the board, getting flanked with a bunch of Slayer squads. Just pretty much a, a hate ball. And then Death Swarm squads are not counted towards kill points for attrition, last man standing, etc. Which is nice because they, they're kind of like looking for a good death, looking for a warrior's death, so... Definitely adds to some of the fluff. It makes it makes your like if you makes Space Wolf players more like it's just one goal, right? You're literally running up the the, uh, the field, but it also makes it harder for the opponent because now they're not playing against another person; they're playing against themselves to try and get the objectives or whatever, right? Yeah. And try to stop you from killing them. 
Exactly. Because you only have one goal, right? It's yeah. just literally the kill. It's very, very berserker kind of kind of list, right? Yeah, almost yeah. corny. It's almost, almost like a corn. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is pretty much the one that you push forward with everything and just go, go, go. Yeah. Right. But will you run it, Bill? I don't know. I'd have to try it for sure. At least once, I think. Uh, oh, at least, yeah. Definitely. And I've got lots of Slayers and Death Sworn, so I'm ready. Nice. And then we have uh, the White Scars one, the Terran Brotherhood. Yes. This right, I actually think is pretty good. Um, it does have like some uh similar bonuses to the white scars like uh legion rules but mm -hmm. basically models with the legion of stardis white scars gain scout and hit and run which is nice it's almost a it almost feels like a throw throwback to 40k with some of yeah, the I was gonna builds say. um for infantry not jump infantry the hit and run distance is 2d6 which is nice. Um, models with Legion of Stardis White Scars add plus one to their movement, run, and charge distances. So they're feeling pretty mobile, especially with the scout hit and run, and then getting plus one to all the movements. Can be yeah, actually pretty sweet. Well, that, how many times have we been short, you know, on a charge or something, right? Yeah. And then their limitations. This right can only be used by a detachment comprised solely of Legi, Legionis Astartes White Scars. So I guess you're not really taking any allies, I wouldn't think. But I don't yeah, think Shattered that. Legions or anything like that. Yeah. It's just has to be pure. I, I don't think that's what it means. I think it means no javelins, no. Dreadnoughts, which if you're a white scar player, you're not running dreadnoughts anyway. Oh, I see. It's like yeah. just just infantry yeah, units with that you rule. Have to have legion of starties. I mean, I think you could still run bikes. Just lead. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, sure, that sure, makes sure. sense. Hmm. Units containing artillery, as well as models equipped with terminator armor, boarding shields, or infantry equipped with heavy weapons, gain none of the benefits listed above. Heavy weapons and suspensor webs are treated as assault weapons for this rule. It definitely feels, yeah, they don't want to be bogged down. They're going for that really, like, lightning strike approach. Mm -hmm. The assault thing is awesome, though. Mm -hmm. it's, it is good. Because they don't get the nerf of half range. Now everything yeah. is at full range. They're on, like... Good. They're on the hunt, right? And they're going in and out with this, you know, hit and run and whatnot. So, I mean, you could picture a lot of, a lot of Marines just kind of all over the board doing that. You know, go in, attack, jump out. Oh, I think we lost Armin. There. We lost Armin. Looks like we did, yeah. Got sucked into the war. <laughs> yeah. Mishap. Perils. <laughs> 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 There he is. 
Jesus, he's back. This uh, last centurion back as a demon. right of war is the Dark Angels Unification War Veterans. I like this. See? I almost played Dark Angels reading it. You already know these guys are dirty, <laughs> right? You already know. <laughs> these are the bastards that probably took out the Thunder Warriors, man. Probably. There probably are. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we got here? Uh, so any character can be equipped with rag grenades for 10 points. Still awesome. That's why Dan likes them. <laughs> Keep reading. Yeah. Uh, any character can be equipped with an architect pistol for 10 points. Yeah. Any model equipped with a bolt pistol can upgrade this to a Volkite Serpenta for one Ooh, point. Keep reading. Any model equipped with a bolt gun can upgrade this to a Volkite Charger for there two points. There you go. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty legit. So tactical yeah. marines are walking around with, with Volkite Chargers. Yep. This one's a lot like my Alpha Legion. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Could be. Um, any model equipped with a combi weapon can exchange it for a Volkite, Volkite Cavalier and Suspensers. That's the uh, heavy support one, right, Armin? The no, one that you use. Caliber is a small one. It's 30, 30 inch range. 30-inch range, yeah, heavy too. But it's, yeah, cool. it's heavy. I don't really know the benefit of this one other than having the ability to fire at a long right? Because if you're moving, you're firing it at half the range, which is the same as the walk-up charger. Yeah. You just get a better well, strength. It's a higher strength, strength oh, six. Oh, it is six. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you're right. It is six, yeah. Yeah. But then also having the ability to stand still and fire at double ranges is huge. So yeah. these guys are the guys that went after the Thunder Warriors. But yeah, literally, <laughs> this is this is what they're built for, like high toughness. Right. This is this is almost like their destroyer, right? I forget what they call it. The it it just feels like it's their their version of the destroyer. So, because you'll see later. I think the word uh, you're looking for is backstabber. <laughs> Doing what dark angels do, they're like that way, man. Just There's the Thunder Warrior down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blast them from behind. Oh. I like the Volkite covering with suspensor that's Yeah. Like that's that's crazy. Four shots at twenty two and a half in range. Come on, man. It's, yeah. You could take plasma cannons, right? With the the heavy support guys. Yeah, so your missile it launcher. Makes it feel like Dark Angels. Yeah. Keep going with What's the webs, I mean? Why are we? Why are we changing it? Keep going, Volkites. Any oh, missile launcher okay. can be equipped with rad missiles for five points. And uh, any infantry model with a heavy weapon can be equipped with suspensors for five points yeah. per model. So they really want guys moving. Yeah. So I guess like the big question is: any infantry model equipped with a missile launcher and suspensor can exchange it for a Volkite suspensor. So we're talking here, like regular. Like what units can take a missile launcher with suspensor? Uh, well, vets. Any kind of, yeah, pretty much vets. Veterans, yeah. Right. Okay. Vets and okay. destroyers, I guess. Right. But if you have heavy weapons, so the like heavy weapon squads. Yeah. Right. You can buy them with suspensor vets to five points a month. Cool. 
Um, again, there's this rule of the uh, detachment that has to be comprised of solely of the legions of Stardes Dark Angels. Uh, pretty much like the um, White Scar one. Mm. It's the same wording, right? Yeah. Um, most of these weapons upgrades here are going to be on infantry units anyways. Yeah. So why would you even, you know, go a different route? Uh, the detachment must include a Legion champion or delegatus. Veteran squads must be taken as troops and cannot be taken as elites. Uh, Legion tactical and seeker squads are not available. Legion assault and breacher squads gain the support uh, squad rule. And Legion dreadnoughts, all types, and contemptor quarters dreadnoughts are not available. Well, I this think is little, this is like this before, is a little weird. four times kind of thing. Yeah, but this is a little weird. Like it says, the right can only be uh, comprised solely of Legion of Stardust Dark Angels. But then they specifically also said you can't have Dreadnought. I think it's just a redundancy. But maybe. Just maybe to make sure, sure, yeah. They're just enforcing that, you know, they're not worthy to get put into Dreadnoughts. But yeah, I think the whole point is that they're they're around, because they're the first Legion, right? So, yeah. they got found. Well, and they're all I think that's kind of why. Right. Specifically, it's like war veterans, and then they're all that stuff. It's kind of funny because the vets in here aren't veterans yet, technically, right? They'd be tactical marines at the time, but well, but you're well they're veterans you're from the beating the Thunder Warriors now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, a pretty cool little book. Um, I mean, there's lots more. We'll probably go back to it at some point, right? Oh, for you sure, yeah. Stuff and touch we on just scratched the surface on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to kind of look at it. So, there's lots of cool stuff. I mean, everybody should look at it because it, it is really nice. It's well put together. You can tell a lot of thought went into it, and it's not like they just, you know, put out a product like they did some testing and play testing. And, you know, so it's nice. Definitely, and it's uh, it seems to be a pretty pretty big hit. How fast it's been sold out, and then uh, they got a pretty good community down there too, right? So well, they run it with every one of their tournaments, right? So yeah, yeah. That's how you know, like these guys, they go the extra mile. It gets play tested through their group. Uh, this Mornavel event book, I think, is on version three now, so like they are continuously polishing it and making it better um they've been doing yeah a lot of a lot of work on it so yeah because i had version two and the difference between this one and the and the sorry this one and the second one is nine day like they've cleaned it up so much yeah. made things more readable made things just simpler so do we want to stop there or we want to continue with the book or yeah we can stop there and Slide into some hobby progress and see what guys have been up to and what we have planned and sounds good. Special we'll, projects uh, and stuff like that. So definitely continue on this book. Oh yeah, keep going through it and everything. So we're just trying to fit as much as we can in in one episode. So it's tough. Um, I can start. Sure. Um, what have Go I ahead. been doing? Not much, to be honest. Um. I can share a little bit about what I've started here. I've got a 
Um, I'm waiting for an order, and I'm waiting for Cordwell to open so I can get my lion, and then start on. I have a bunch of dark and just stuff sitting here waiting. So I just want to get the lion, and then slowly start building up this army, and we'll, uh, it'll probably actually start as a centurion list, to be honest. Right? Yeah. Like a couple of tactical squads, a couple of transports. Um, I might have to drop some transports for the army, uh, Couple of dreadnoughts and then you know go from there. Um, I'll definitely take once I start. I kind of want to put a bunch of stuff together and then once I start going, get some pictures out there and, and you know so you guys can see what we've been working on. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that I was working on, I had a prototype. I'm just gonna grab it because it's staring at me right here. Um, I've been working on a Zorn Mortalis board. I know, and it's supposed to be like the inside of a cavern or a cave. So I'll, I'll actually post, like, once I do another one, this is my test tile, and there's lots of things I hate about it, but uh, I've learned a lot. And so the other tiles, what I'll do is, I have all of them done in styrofoam, and they're one by one, of course, and they're all exactly the same as you would see in Fort Wade, like, if you were to buy it. But this one, I actually took cork, and I glued it to the walls. So once painted, it'll look it'll look like inside of a uh, like a cave, like underground. Uh, the original inspiration was actually, and I know Bill, you just finished the book. It was uh, when word bears attack. Oh, and Kalth. Ultramarines, Kalth, yeah, and they're fighting like under, underground. That's the only place that isn't completely destroyed, and the sun isn't burning off, and things like that. So that's kind of where I got the. Because I was like, oh, it's literally the same game, it's just mm -hmm. um, it's just underground. So, and I know we all have different Zomar Palace boards, right? Like, Bill has a Forge one, and a Dan Beltron that you guys have seen a little bit. Um, I know we've used, um, I, I don't remember what it's called, it's actually in the background of it. If you look at it, that one. Yeah, right. I just used plywood and two by fours, and then I just glued a uh, uh, backsplash on it, I just cut it to, to size. Yeah, yeah, and then this one is going to look a little different. It's going to take a lot of work, because um, I, I mean, I'll 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 do a separate video once I actually start doing all of these, and then you guys can see. But uh, that's something that I've been I've been working on, and I haven't done much work on it yet. This was just a test piece, but once I do, uh, the whole board will finish, and then I'll sit down and paint it. And hopefully, have a four by four to play in. in a few months. I'm thinking. I don't think I'll be able to get to it every season. But, uh, yeah, and other than that, I honestly. Have not done much waiting for a couple of, waiting for a game to finish and literally halfway in the background here waiting for to be able to have somebody over so we can finish it. Oh uh, yeah, now, COVID put a stop to that. So that's right, that's right. So hopefully uh they're they're lifting a bunch of restrictions and I think uh, if we might I might be able to finish this month and then you guys will hopefully see it. Hopefully. Uh by the end of the month that would be nice. If we can, if not then you guys will continue to see, uh, I mean, you'll continue to see the front end part say it So, I mean, you have a bunch of those, and you have a whole tournament bracket. So, you guys can see that. Yeah. I know I've been uh, tinkering away a little bit with uh, some word bears, trying to get squads all done up. I am, I'm waiting on... Uh, an order for some extra bits and whatnot. I want to mix MK5 and MK4, some of the Chaos Space Marine uh, backpacks and whatnot for uh, this having is all for like 30K, a unique. Right? This is all for 30k, yeah. 
to have my uh, to have my tactical squads all kind of fleshed out and looking proper and definitely looking forward to getting a, a force together on you know on the board and uh, take the fight to Andy and show those blue boys what's up time. Uh, show them what's <laughs> up yeah we uh we don't uh, we don't have too many word bearers in our community right so it'll be uh be pretty fun to finally take them on mm-hmm. a few rounds right so well, we definitely I'm have excited. one now. We have one, and he's been very excited to come play. So yeah. as soon as uh, this lifts, like Andy, you're going to have at least a couple of games that he's going oh, for to sure. want to play 100%. For sure. <laughs> um, if I've been tinkering away with my uh, Titanicus. I, uh, you guys won't... Uh, it won't be posted the same day, but... Uh, finished my Titanicus model today and I posted it on the Tuesday that we're filming this actually. Um, I got to finish a unit of Raven Guard for our new Blords game to finish the last of it. Yeah. We kind of been on a break because of all the quarantine and stuff like that. So it's been slow, but that's kind of where I'm at with progress. I think because uh, they uh, we're out of terrain to build for our, our events. So I, I, I'm kind of out of that kind of stuff to do, so. As for myself, well, been been pretty busy last <laughs> last little while. Uh, a lot of terrain, painting up terrain. Yeah. Um, just keeps coming. But Dan <laughs> builds it. Me and Bill paint it. Armin does his thing. <laughs> I don't. Um, um so yeah a lot of terrain obviously um you guys tend to see a lot of it you know on our instagram um a little bit of titanicus i first got my my first warlord there together and uh had a hell of a time deciding which uh leads you to go with Mm -hmm. finally decided um Plans for later on for a salamander army. So that'll be fun. Uh, Excited to paint green for once. So (laughs) not an orc by chance. So, and then uh, we also have the new Lord stuff almost done. Um, I got some blue little horrors to finish up and then uh, demon prince as well. Other than that, a lot of the stuff you'll see gets posted you know on our our facebook mm-hmm. or instagram so yeah that's mm-hmm. where i'm kind of sitting I'm excited yeah, for games though when we can yeah. you know yeah i think we're says, depending on the 10 tables i'm pretty sure right or what's more. that Which? how many tables did you paint for the terrain myself oh yeah. uh i don't know i don't even know honestly it just the flood At came least... in and i just Hit that airbrush, yo. At least go, 10 go, go. from the ruins, for sure. At least 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been I've been off for a little while here, too. So, just, it was good. Keep me busy and get stuff done uh, for our event, which we be very, very excited for when whenever we pop that off. Um, yeah. That's kind of where I'm sitting. So, pretty cool. 
Yeah. Basically, we're just trying to keep our sanity while quarantined, right? So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, right? Like, we're not quite able to, you know, uh, do battle reports right now, but um, keeping busy, like with terrain that's been mentioned, and building side projects, just really trying to get all the loose ends together, right? Like, if, if, if you haven't been painting during this quarantine, like. What are you doing? You know, like for real. What are you doing? Come on. You know, like definitely. I've been, don't, uh, don't worry, I've been we got something for my, you. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get my wife to play a game. Yeah. Um, a beginner game, kind of like uh, I know Mini Wargaming is doing it. So I've been talking to her about it, but I just can't seem to convince her to. Uh, no dice. Yeah. Eh? Well, but it's like yet, it's. I, I mean, it's obviously like this everywhere, right? Away. So. Yeah. I know guys are on the uh, on the computers playing that tabletop simulator stuff. So uh, for uh, for us, I mean, I know for me, just putting in that time, like getting that stuff done, and then once it's done, we're good to go, right? Mm-hmm. So now we can focus on some more personal projects and stuff. And um, I'm I'm enjoying it, so. And like I said, it's keeping keeping me busy, and just days go by so quickly because it's like you just concentrate on hobby time and do whatever you got to do, and that's it. Good to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a talk in in Alberta, especially that they're going to start opening up things, so we're going to be able to start getting together and actually doing real videos and battle reports. So yeah, they'll be kicking off. Pretty soon, anyways, the next yeah. week or two or three, something like that, which would be nice. Shortly, be a nice change of pace, yeah. anyways. I mean, even though these podcasts gonna... have been awesome, so no. yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're still going to do the same thing. Like, if people come over here, like, they'll be hand washing, like, crap done, wear a mask. You know, I'm still not taking any chances, but at least maybe we can get, you know, a battle report or two. That'd be nice. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for hobby-wise. Progress and kinda, stuff, yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of other guys in the communities are working on stuff, so... Yeah, it's, it's pretty been cool this to see. massive big push for just, just painting, building. That's one of the yeah. biggest things I think that I've gotten done, like, other than the terrain. is just... There's been a lot of backlog, like... You ask Dan how many boxes I brought that guy. Just <laughs> new in box terrain that I've been holding on to for three years, right? It's just been crazy, so. I think I got Carpal Tunnel from that Imperial Sector stuff. Well, the man, old better you stuff. than me, because I've already, I've already did that, and I can't do it. These hands, you know? Just, they can't do the it. Mitts. So, the mitts. Yeah, I got to save these babies for painting, because even painting hurts after a while. It's like, oh, no. So... <laughs> so many mold lines oh yeah if they're so old yeah if you have the pleasure of never owning the old imperial sector terrain thank yourself like (laughs) for not buying it because the new stuff is very nice it's it's a lot better um designed it's with like modelers and builders in mind minimum like well, the new stuff's like lines. Lego. It's, it's so you literally perfect. just snap fit everything together, yeah. and Imperial Sector stuff's like hold this straight and and hold it for there like yeah. ten minutes, and then you you let it go, and all of a sudden it 
bows and you're like, oh, come on, man. The whole foundation is wrecked. You know what, though? Like, the set, the whole set was pretty cheap when you think about it. Yeah. It it was when you bought it. That's the only reason we got it. Yeah. 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 Well, it was an upgrade to what we had previous. Right? It still looks nice. Right? No. It's just the, the new stuff is a little bit nicer. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They've done an amazing job Definitely. with that. Uh, with that so. Definitely. Yeah, I think uh, what's what's on, like we kind of talked briefly about it, but we've got Primark fights still coming out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to come out with a, a couple. You don't have to wait till the end of the month. There'll be another one coming out right away. Yeah. Um, we're doing that every two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be about every two weeks. Um, I think we'll so be two a week. month, basically. Two a month, two a month yeah. and then if we can get battle reports, we'll do battle reports as well. If not, it'll be at least two a month we're going to get uh, for yeah. the final fight. So, and then if you haven't seen the bracket, it's in the video. Mm-hmm. The release, the first one, it's Polaravo versus Chorus. But we'll also put the bracket on our Facebook page and Instagram, I think. We'll probably do that, so... Yeah. So I'm gonna do that, and then we'll update it every week. Uh, I think the next fight is gonna lie to you. I don't actually know. I think it's Vulcan and Alpharius. I think that's the next one. So, um, I mean, definitely underdog there, but the first one had an underdog as well. So yeah, it did. But <laughs> no spoilers. Watch it. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't, definitely like horses and Colorado. That was an interesting, um, interesting fight. So. It went how it should have, boys. That's all I gotta say. Um, but definitely, stop talking about it. Definitely check it out. Um, these fights are like they are organic. They're raw. They're rolled out. They're best of three rounds. Um, we're not just putting up those shenanigans that G Dub was putting out. So we did it before G W. They yeah. just put it. They just dropped theirs first. Yeah, they didn't show their work either. They're just saying what happened, right? So. Yeah, the model that's next to be sold is the winner of all the matches. Yeah. So come on. I mean, okay, let's actually talk about this. I was looking at it, and I mean, pick one that you don't really like. The line is pretty good, right? When with his rules, when you actually look at it, uh, we don't know a lot of his rules, but the rules that they've come out with, I mean, always hitting on fours, four plus and vulnerable, re-rolling one. I mean, the only thing that would make him really, really good is plus and vulnerable, but 4 plus and vulnerable zero and one is great. Um, and with able to, like, with Master Crafted, with the Lion's Blade, right, Master Crafted Flush Bane. Does he do all of it with the Lion's Blade? Uh, yes, that's what they did, yeah. And I mean, we kind of discussed them and we figured that mm. the whole blade is better, right, yeah. overall. But the Lion's Blade, there's a few part times when it's a little bit better. So Master Crafted is good. And then 2 plus, I still think 3 plus rollable is better. Or two plus, I guess, depending on if you yeah. ten. But they just did flush paint, so whatever, we'll keep it. Right. So if we're talking about that, like that's really good. There's not many Primarchs that always hit on fours, no matter what, and always move on twos. And then he starts with five attacks, but as you hurt him, then he'll go to like seven and nine. No, six and seven. Right. So he's plus one. Yeah. yeah, plus one. So, I mean. He's good. There's wrong. no, there's no doubt. Um, That's really good. So even if you look like mathematically, yeah, mathematically, horse should be him. Well, but... it helps when you're doing the fights, right? Like I noticed in a few of those fights that they use the weaker version of Primarchs to fight them. 
Like they're oh, like I, they're I not taking that. them out to their their fullest like potential, and it seems kind of I mean, weird, like, right? Like, Magnus doesn't have his full powers or anything. Well, it doesn't have full powers, or uh, like Horus isn't using a combination of the claw or the maul. Like he's just they kind of picked like one thing. Mm-hmm. Even with Rust, they like just picked the axe, right? It's like, well, yeah, but the sword well, you, with several yeah, legs is way better. Or combination, right? Like with yeah. with Horus, I still prefer to use a claw. 99% of the time, but the, the like, hammer, the hammer, the world breaker, is still great because it's master crafted. So at least yeah. one attack with that is always good, and then you get from passive, right? It, make, it makes a little bit of a difference, right? Yeah. So um, it's interesting um, how they did it, and uh, I, I mean, again, mathematically, Horus should still win, but yeah. when you compare him to other Primarchs, there's not many other Primarchs mathematically that should be the line with the rules as they are, right? Like, well, if you look at Russ, like, like, look at Russ, right? Like, Russ is hitting on threes, but Lion is hitting on fours, right? And then Lion wounds on twos. Um, yeah. The Russ doesn't, right? Russ will either wound on twos with the axe, or it'll be fours with shred with these uh, okay. sword. Okay. And then they both have, uh, the Lion has a slightly better invulnerable save, like four plus and three rolls, one, three right? Roll, so, yeah. I mean, when you look at it like that, they're pretty close, they're pretty tight, right? Russ hits a little better, um, but uh, the Lion survives a little better, so I think overall, it's, I would probably give it a 50-50 in that case, which, I mean, story-wise... Story-wise, it's wise, like that, yeah. 50-50 does make a lot of sense between those two guys. So, Sounds like we got to get them in the arena, then. Yeah. We roll dice. Yeah. yeah, as soon as we have the model, we'll definitely do another one of these. I don't know, I haven't, I haven't really thought about it, like, would we want to do a bracket style again, or do we just want to give it out to the people and say who you want to see in the arena, and then just fight them out, I'd, right? I'd almost like to see people call it out, right? Like, I know on the, out, uh, yeah. the video, one of the comments, someone wanted to see Russ versus Angron, right? You just get some of those kind of uh, iconic fights, and even seeing, you know, some of those grudge match kind of fights go down, like Orgar and Dullaman. Could be pretty good. Yeah. Or just yeah. the line against or everybody. And Algrim. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Conrad. Take, like, take, take, yeah. take the line against every single primer and see how he does. Yeah, do it Her, for real. Dorn. Hers and Dorn. Hmm? That would be a nice one to see. Wasn't there wasn't there a math hammer where Russ, when he had the minus two, could beat every Primark together or something? Uh, yeah. Or it could they, last three turns or something. They had it was they had a math hammer thing where yeah, Russ pretty much took on all the Primarchs and survived. I think three or four rounds because he had the <laughs> minus two, and he ended up killing like a bunch of them too. Which I was like, yeah, man, that's the best, but. You know, <laughs> it almost was coincidentally shortly after that that they kind of FAQ'd him and took that I mean, away. Minus, so. minus two was really minus bad. two was crazy. Oh, I'll, I'll admit it, super crazy. Um, the minus two or the minus one, it's 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 super good. Um, hands down, it's very good. So, especially I, with his high weapon skill, right? Yeah, I, yeah, weapon I mean, skill nine. We kind of discussed this earlier, and what my opinion is with with that, but. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's it is what it is. It, so, it makes you want to get a Space Wolves tramp stamp. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm, 
<laughs> I'll just take the lie and then I'll, I'll stomp you that way. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, as soon as Forge World opens up that line, it's going to be ordered. And as soon as he comes in, I feel like I'm going to be putting everything down. The nothing that I've been doing for, you know, hobby time and it's going to be getting assembled and painted. Because, uh, That'll be good. That's a beautiful model. So, you know, as soon as he's ready, I will. Like, you'll be here. We'll, we'll be doing the arena, don't you worry. I can dig it. You know, you know speaking of Primarchs, though, the one we haven't really seen too much of is uh, Sanguinius. Yeah. You know, and the Blood yeah. Angels, really. Considering how beautiful of a model it is, like, he's coming. Just here, like, he's here, coming. here in the community, I don't, I don't even remember LVO. Um, I don't remember seeing it. I can't, I can't remember there was any Blood Angel players. Not at, not at this LVO. No, yeah. The one before there was, but... No, the small one before. there wasn't. Is there anybody in our community that plays Blood Angel? Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jim. Yeah, he's gonna be busting them out. Um, so I'm excited to see him get the rest of his uh, painting done. That's for sure. Yeah, I think the only other person was Andrew. At the time there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just to see it. sitting on that little nest egg. <laughs> I don't have a sanguineous yet. No, no, you got everything else though. Yeah, basically. Like five hundred assault marines and like thirty storm eagles. <laughs> Something obscene. It's hard when you get distracted. <laughs> I got, I got my iron hands, my first love to go to to work off, work on still. So. I feel it. It's like a, my space wolves, they're over here, as you can see, right in this area. It's like a pile of shame on that shelf. So <laughs> my my camera faces this way. No, that, yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't want to see the other side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I other side's had, like this. <laughs> so like it's way worse than that. So I actually face that way for work and. It doesn't really matter because it's such a disaster and there's boxes everywhere and stuff that nobody actually knows what it is. And uh, I actually had somebody comment, and I had actually somebody comment and be like, why does he choose, like, a fake background where it's such a messy color room? (laughs) Yeah, it's a fake one. I'm like, that's fake, yes. yes, That's not my real room. It's definitely, like, a background I found online. You chose the latter. You didn't want your work buddies to know that you were playing Warhammer, eh? No, because you can't really tell what it is. So, I mean, oh. when people ask, whatever, I don't really care. I have lots of, like, Armada stuff and Star Wars stuff on there, too. Um, but, yeah, no, they flat out thought that that was a fake background because they couldn't complain that some of these looked like that. <laughs> we all have large collections, but Armin's collection always sticks out. I, I can't. I everybody <laughs> everybody yeah. mentions it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, we've we're all there, right? We've all got that going. Yeah, everyone has a bad pile of backlogs. So. One thing uh, we did want to make a mention of was our uh, merch store, uh, specifically the Gear Bubble clothing items. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have that up and running. Uh, we're gonna be slowly adding a little bit more as we go. I know we talk about doing like event shirts and whatnot. Um, 
but yeah, it's pretty much custom made to order for you, uh, ship to your door. And if there's other things you guys want to see on the gear bubble store, let us know. Um, also available, right? Like on our, uh, sponsor for hammerhead, we've got movement templates, trays, all sorts of stuff. Like as we start kicking into the battle reports again, you'll start seeing that stuff as well. And, uh, once I can show, like once we're actually popping off that event, there's a lot of goodies to show you guys too that we have in store, so it should be a lot of fun. And really, so that I mean, everybody knows, the, anything that we make from that, like we are trying to improve, like the cameras, and we're trying to get some better yeah. power so that we can bring better videos. Right? Like that's kind of what. That's yeah. That's the main focus is is to reinvest into the channel and make it better. Um, be it yeah. starting with like a you know, um, a good mic setup or whatever uh, the case may be to make our battle reports that much better for you guys to enjoy. That's the whole, that's the whole goal of why we're doing this, right? Is um, to kind of share our love and passion of the gaming to the community, you guys, and you guys kind of help steer that as well. So that's, that's mm -hmm. why, that's why we're Definitely. doing it. Yeah. And I mean, we're all like very different players too, right? Like, all, even the four of us here, like, not just our community here in Edmonton, but just the four of us here are, are very different players and how we approach the game and, and stuff. So it's kind of nice to bring all those different concepts into this as well and, you know, go with it, right? And, and see how it mixes and see how it comes out on the camera, too. And then what you guys like, right? Because some of what I do or some of what Daryl uh, Andy does, like, not everybody loves. And you guys do enjoy. You seem to enjoy what we come out with, so that's nice. Right. Yeah. We're just uh, trying to put out some good stuff for you guys, right? And uh, any ideas, advice, comments, you guys let us know. If you want uh, only fan websites, just ask. <laughs> that's right. Ay, ay, ay. I got nothing to do if, with that. So. If you have cash, I have skin. I'll put it that way. Oh, man. Awesome. That's it. Kid, but for real, though. <laughs> uh, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Yeah. I mean, oh, subscribe. no. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I guess that wraps this one up. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for tuning in, guys, girls, everyone, and uh, we'll definitely be throwing up a another episode later. Yeah, please like, share, subscribe. You know, hit that bell, everything, and you know, go check out the Mornavel, the Hammerhead. You know, Pop Goes the Monkey. They're they're all good guys, and they all have good content and good quality products. So definitely, definitely, and if yeah, if you aren't on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram or vice versa. We're hitting posts every day and just really trying to show a um, bunch of different angles of the like bad tabletop gaming. Shout outs, uh, our experiences from LVO. There's lots of pictures on there for you guys to enjoy. So Awesome. Catch you guys later. See you guys.